You know, Evelyn, I was mulling over this strange quandary the other day. The complexity of expressing love, you know? It's almost like trying to solve a Rubik's Cube while being blindfolded. That's quite an amusing analogy, Chloe. But you're right, love, in all its forms can be so diverse and intricate. Exactly, and that's why I'm thrilled about today's theme, love's languages. It's like decoding this baffling Rubik's Cube of sentiment. Now our listeners might be wondering how we plan to unpack such a subtle and personal matter, right? Absolutely, Chloe. And to help stir this vibrant discussion, we've got two remarkable movies that take unique dives into love's expressive labyrinth. Who wants to guess? Okay, okay, we won't keep you in suspense. We're discussing Five Feet Apart and The Five Love Languages. Two extraordinarily touching films that have tugged at our heartstrings and I'm sure of many of our listeners as well. So, are we set to embark on this journey into the enigmatic dialects of Amour, Evelyn? Certainly. So buckle up, dear listeners, as we dive headfirst into the compelling world of love's languages. Let's set the stage, everyone. Picture the first scene of Five Feet Apart. Our protagonists, Stella and Will, are visibly drawn to each other, yet their interactions are predominantly silent. Ah, yes, a captivating dance with no words but full of profound connections. How do you perceive that silence, Chloe? To me, it's this vast, untapped language. Silence in this context isn't an absence of sound. It's an alternative way of conveying emotions, more efficient than words at times. How so? Just think about it. Within the realm of their silence exists this boundless connection, a love that's far from physical but in its own way, equally tangible. They exist in their isolated bubbles, yet they still connect. Absolutely. That's what's so bewitching about it. So you're suggesting that love in its core transcends physicality? Oh, undoubtedly. It's this weird puzzle where the pieces don't always fit. They don't always need to. But they do sync in their unique rhythms. Love is an energy that manifests within these silent exchanges, through quiet smiles, stolen glances, and shared dreams. It's quite the riddle, isn't it? But there's something undeniably appealing about this silent language of love. Indeed. It pulls you in with its subtle allure, doesn't it? And that's what we're here to explore in this episode of Movie Night. This evocative silence and the correlating expressions of love. Well, Chloe, like I said earlier, this silence we are talking about, it's a language. An alternative means to echo feelings, just like what Stella and Will shared provide in Five Feet Apart. It seems to me that silence then becomes a canvas— a platform for emotions to express themselves in profound, inexplicable ways. Right, it's like silence allows the unvoiced emotions to take the center stage. Exactly, Chloe. In some way, silent love affairs are the loudest. Think about the movie Lost in Translation. Its power lies in the unsaid between the two characters. The underlying emotions were so weighty, they didn't need words to validate them. Wow, that definitely puts things into perspective. And it's not just in movies. We can find this silent language of love in different forms across various cultures globally. Let me give you an example. In Japan, the virtue of ma entails importance to the space between things, often correlating to meaningful silences between words or actions. That's fascinating, Evelyn, but what would you say to those who consider silence as, well, cold or distant? Cold is not what silence signifies. It's like an unchartered territory within which subtle, profound emotions reside, 
that are sometimes too complex for words to carry. The depth of silence, if interpreted correctly, can often surpass that of words. I never looked at it from that perspective. You're changing my whole outlook on this, Evelyn. Happy to share my insights, Chloe. It's all about diving beneath the surface and reading between the lines, even when those lines are silent. Chloe, reflecting on what we just discussed about silence, I'd like to dig a little bit into my own cultural background. In Chinese tradition, love, or a as we call it, is often expressed in subtle, nonverbal ways, making it a silent promise of sorts. That's intriguing, Evelyn. Could you give a bit more context on this silent promise concept? Sure. In our culture, love is not always a grand display of affection or filled with verbose declarations. For instance, parents rarely say, I love you to their children, but the love is palpable in their actions. Small gestures like making sure you have enough to eat, sacrificing personal comfort for the child's benefit, and so much more. Oh, that's a new perspective. It's interesting that acts of service are a prominent love language in your culture. But don't people expect or need to hear I love you, especially in a romantic relationship? It's a fair point, Chloe. However, in Chinese culture, wo ai ni, I love you, is used sparingly in romantic relationships too. It's not a daily phrase like in Western societies. Our culture values understated affection, which is why the silent promise of love as a language gains even more significance. So, it seems like it's less about the words and more about the feelings behind the actions? Definitely, Chloe. It's less about the grand proclamations of love and more about creating a steady stream of small acts that build upon each other. It's in the silent smiles, shared glances, and the thousand other small things that express love beyond the confines of language. It's so fascinating to understand how different cultures interpret and express love, Evelyn. Thank you for sharing. I'm glad you found it interesting, Chloe. At the heart of it, all love languages, be it silence or something else, they just reflect our shared human need to connect and love. While I appreciate the thoughtfulness behind the AI, Evelyn, I must say, from my viewpoint, I'm a little skeptical. Isn't silence often misread, potentially leading to misunderstandings in a relationship? That's certainly a perspective, Chloe. But remember, all love languages have the potential to be misunderstood, not just silence. It just boils down to empathizing with your partner's love language and making an earnest effort to understand it. But do you think it's possible that silence or nonverbal cues could also come across as indifference or lack of interest? It's possible, yes. However, in such cases, it's crucial to rely on context, timing, and perhaps most importantly, the history and dynamics of the relationship itself. It's the silent understanding between two people that adds depth to their love. Hmm. I see your point, yet I can't help but feel that verbal affirmations have a more unequivocal impact, especially in a romantic relationship, hearing I love you has its own charm, doesn't it? Absolutely, Chloe. Words certainly have their special magic. But just like music can be deeply moving without lyrics, love can be profoundly felt without words. The key, like with any love language, is understanding, empathy, and acceptance. Diving into a different aspect of love languages, let's speak about the film The Five Love Languages. It's interesting as it brings the concept of love language to life, showcasing five different ways of expressing love. What do you think, Evelyn? I'm totally with you, Chloe. 
This film did an excellent job portraying the breadth of love expressions. Each character represents a different love language, which I think makes it particularly relatable. Absolutely. I find myself drawn to the acts of service language portrayed in the movie. The subtlety and sincerity of doing something meaningful for your loved ones, it just gets me every time. That's interesting, Chloe. And it makes sense. As an engineer, your work is essentially acts of service, isn't it? Designing, building, all to improve lives. You're right, Evelyn. As simple as it sounds, even the smallest act of service can carry so much meaning. Helping with a task, making a meal, or even fixing a broken appliance. All small gestures. But they speak volumes. Indeed. And I believe that's the beauty of these languages. They're not grand gestures, but are rooted in the everyday nuances of our relationships. All play their part in expressing love. Exactly. It's not the grandeur, but the intent. It's these small gestures, the act of showing up for the other person, that for me is the perfect definition of love. You know, Chloe, what truly fascinates me about this movie is the diverse love languages portrayed. It's not a one-size-fits-all affair. Just like people, they're all different and unique. Exactly, Evelyn. Like pieces of a puzzle. You could be talking, and I could be listening, and both are expressions of love. Indeed, the listening part is often overlooked, but it's such an integral part of communication. It's like in the movie, where one character's love language was actually listening, just being there. And remember that part where the protagonist shares a childhood memory. The other just listens patiently, genuinely invested in the story. It might seem small, but that's their language of love. Absolutely, conveying that you value the other person's experiences and memories, that you not just hear but listen. It's a manifestation of care, isn't it? Definitely. It's like saying, I see you, I value you, and every aspect of your life matters to me. Pretty powerful, huh? Incredibly so. On screen, it's such a simple, everyday interaction, but off screen, it's a powerful way of saying, I love you. It's amazing how the movie mirrors our everyday life, differing perspectives, emotions, and of course, love. Makes you realize the myriad ways to express our feelings. Yes, the diversity in the film is a gentle reminder of how varied and special our expressions can be. Very much like the different ways we as people love. It's a beautiful, thought-provoking idea, isn't it? This conversation is stirring up quite some memories, Evelyn. I'm recalling an incident that opened my eyes to these love expressions in real life. Oh, really? Do tell, Chloe. It's always enriching to hear a personal tale. So, here it goes. You know that I was engrossed in engineering school? Hardly any room for emotions, right? Well, one of my dorm mates, let's call her Lucy. She was this fiery, expressive personality. Totally different from me. Ah, the clash of the creatives and the practical. Always an interesting tussle. Exactly. She used to throw these elaborate themed parties, just out of love for the community. I was perplexed. Why go through all this hassle? Hmm. Her love language must have had acts of service in it. At that time, I didn't understand that. It seemed like an unnecessary display of effort. But Lucy once told me, Chloe, I do it because I love seeing a smile on everyone's face. That's my way of saying I love you to my community. And that, that was my eureka moment in understanding love languages. That's a wonderful day-to-day -day example of how love languages work. It's not just about romantic love but how we express care and affection to everyone in our lives. It's funny. I never forgot that. 
That concept stuck with me and changed how I saw her actions. No longer an unnecessary display, but a wonderful expression of love. There you go. A perfect illustration of deciphering love languages unfolding right in your college dormitory. Quite revelatory, isn't it? Speaking of love languages, did you know there's a visual side to it too? Visual? Like sign language? Ha, huh, not exactly, Chloe. It's more about expressing love through visual creativity, art. Ever seen a painting that made your heart flutter or fill with warmth? Oh, I get it. Like that starry night painting Van Gogh did that has some kind of cosmic beauty to it. Exactly. That's Van Gogh expressing his love for the night sky. But it could be anything. Graffiti on walls, a handmade card, or even a thoughtful Instagram post. Anything that captures emotions and delivers them in a visually appealing way. But how is that movie related? We've been discussing movies and love languages, Evelyn. Very good point, Chloe. Let's weave it back into our movie theme. Think about movies like Perks of Being a Wallflower or Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Do you recall their unique visual styles? Oh, you mean how the visual creativity in those movies adds another layer of depth to the story? Exactly. The way those movies are visually represented, the use of colors, camera angles, lighting, all of it projects a certain emotion. It's the filmmaker's language of love for storytelling delivered through a visual medium. It's a unique love language that doesn't use words, yet says volumes. That's fascinating, Evelyn. Creativity and love do seem to intertwine, don't they? Indeed they do, Chloe. And when you think about it, isn't that the beauty of love languages? They are as diverse as the individuals who express them. And in this case, as diverse as the artists themselves. That's an interesting thought, Evelyn. It seems like emotional intelligence plays a crucial part in understanding and interpreting these love languages, doesn't it? Oh, definitely, Chloe. Recognizing a partner's innate love language hinges on emotional intelligence. It's about observing, understanding, responding to, and empathizing with their words, actions, even silence. It is, for all intents and purposes, a subtle dance. I love that visualization, but it can be complex, right? Because people aren't just one thing. An individual could resonate with more than one love language or change their preference over time. Emotional intelligence, I suppose, helps to remain cognizant of that. Fang on, Chloe. But it's not just about understanding others. It's also deciphering our own feelings. Knowing our distinct love language allows us to communicate to our partners about what makes us feel loved. So ultimately, emotional intelligence fosters open communication, which is vital for any relationship. If we go back to the five love languages, we see the characters navigating their own as well as the other's love languages, their emotions becoming a common language. Exactly, Chloe. And the beauty of this emotional understanding is its potential to create a deeper bond, in spite of differences. In a way, emotional intelligence is like the Rosetta Stone for love languages. Very apt. It surely eases understanding our partner's unique language of love— but remember, it's a lifelong learning, sometimes complex, but oh so worth it. You're completely right, Evelyn. There are differences, and emotional intelligence can only get us so far. Furthermore, each person and relationship is unique. So recognizing and respecting our partner's love languages is crucial, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, Chloe. Respect is indeed at the heart of understanding and accepting another's love languages. The couple from The Five Love Languages we brought up today, 
they could have easily misinterpreted the other's actions or words as disinterest. But instead, they chose to understand the underlying language of love at play. Yes, that's such a great example. Despite their individual differences, they found a common ground by being open and accepting of the other's ways of expressing love. This open-mindedness enabled their bond to flourish regardless of the differences. Yes, indeed. That film is a testament to the power of open-mindedness, and it also underlines the importance of patience and empathy in understanding our partners. While all of us may express our feelings differently, seeking to comprehend that unique language can weave beautiful relationships. Therein lays the beauty of diverse love languages, am I right? It's not just a process of self-discovery, but also an exploration into the world of others. And that journey, although challenging, can be incredibly enriching. Oh, definitely. Couldn't have put it better myself, Chloe. So let's always aim to understand one another's love language. Remember, it's not always about what you are conveying, but what your partner is receiving. It's both ways, and it's simply beautiful. Well, I feel now that we've discussed about different love languages, how about we open the floor for our listeners to participate? Wouldn't that be interesting, Evelyn? That sounds delightful, Chloe. We would love to hear from our listeners. So, folks, here's our loving query to you. Which love language do you resonate with the most? Or better yet, have you been puzzled by your partner's actions? Maybe they're not baffling, but simply a different language of love. True, Chloe. Remember, folks, a coded message might just seem alien until you decipher it. And in this context, how beautiful it is to unravel the language of love. Absolutely, Evelyn. So we'd love to know how understanding love languages has influenced your relationships. Any insightful experiences are welcome. Great question, Chloe. And folks, there's no pressure. We just want you to examine your relationships in light of what we discussed. It could be an epiphany or a laughable misunderstanding. All stories are welcome. Our goal is to create a shared understanding, and your experiences, observations, and insights are valuable. So, listeners, do send in your bit. We're all ears. Couldn't agree more, Chloe. We can't wait to hear from you folks. Remember to respect everyone's unique love language, each being beautiful in its own way. You know, Evelyn, recalling our talks about love languages, it reminds me of this one time when I totally misunderstood my friend's acts of service. How? Do go on, Chloe. This sounds like a story I'm going to enjoy. Hearing you say that makes me a bit nervous, but all right. So my friend was constantly helpful. Like, really helpful. Fixing things around my apartment I ideally should have hired a handyman for. Oh, sounds like a pretty handy friend to have around, Chloe. You'd think. I kept trying to return the generosity by taking him to his favorite band concerts, thinking it was the principle of reciprocity in play. Turned out he just enjoyed fixing things. He was a mechanic, and me trying to repay not something he expected or wanted. Oh no, Chloe. Talk about miscommunication of love languages. Now, do you want to hear something that would put your mechanic misinterpretation to shame? Sure, unveil your embarrassing story. So once my friend, who I knew resonated with words of affirmation, kept complimenting me, and I thought it was just casual banter. Running with the banter, I replied with exaggerated self-criticism, thinking it was humor. She was earnestly trying to boost my confidence, and there I was, brushing it off as a joke. Ouch, that sounds awkward. I guess interpreting love languages isn't always as straightforward as it seems. Indeed, Chloe. 
Discovering the nuances of love languages is like peeling an onion. Every layer reveals something new, sometimes teary, sometimes not. It's all part of the journey. Looking back on our chats, it's fascinating how varied expressions of love can be, isn't it, Evelyn? Five Feet Apart truly exemplified that love isn't confined to physical proximity or grand emotional dialogues. Sometimes, it's the silent longing that echoes the loudest. Absolutely. Just like science, love has its languages, too. It's not always loud. It has its quiet moments, its silent understanding, much like the unspoken love twinkling in Stella and Will's eyes. True, Chloe. And that's why understanding your partner's love language is so crucial. It's about knowing their dialect of love so you can comprehend and reciprocate in the same language. Remember my words of affirmation mishap? How could I forget? It's like using the wrong formula in an experiment, throwing everything off balance. Thankfully, love languages aren't as concrete as physics. They're fluid and adaptable. Indeed, and adapting is key. By realizing and acknowledging our partner's love language, we foster deeper connections and harmonious relationships. Just like the five love languages brilliantly depicted, each of the ways we love holds a unique beauty and appeal. Absolutely. The most important takeaway from our Seeking Love's languages might just be this. Give love in the language the receiver understands best. Well put, Chloe. Understanding that love isn't a one-size-fits-all construct, but a rich tapestry of expressions, is the essence of our exploration. Remember, dear listeners, when it comes to love languages, it's about listening with the heart. As we wrap up this discussion, I can't help but wonder what's yet to come. Well, if you thought today's exploration of love's languages was intriguing, just you wait. Are we doing what I think we're doing? Are we spilling some tea about our next movie night? Oh, you bet we are, Chloe. Let's just say our next episode will revolve around a film set in a breathtaking European locale amidst a legendary music festival. Perfect for fans of romance and music, the characters navigate love amid a cacophony of cultures, languages, and music genres. Amazing. Taking a wild guess, will our discussions wander into the territory of love transcending the barriers of communication? It's a strong possibility, Chloe. It's a shimmering exploration of love that thrives amidst chaos and cultural clashes. I'm already stoked. Can't wait to dive into that conversation. But until then, we bid you adieu. But remember, your quest for unfolding the intricate languages of love doesn't have to stop here. Keep exploring, keep loving, and we'll catch up with you on the next episode of Movie Night. Stay curious, folks. <laughs>